also a movie. It was Team America World Police. It was in the theater. It's the part where... Have you seen that? It's made out of fucking concrete? Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's, That's quality. Yeah. Wow, he's, uh, I'm so impressed. The main character <laughs> That's is... That's all I'm putting in my Google review for this podcast. Please do. Great stands. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in a bar and he's talking to this drunk guy and the guy's like, there's three types of people in the world. There's dicks, there's pussies, and there's like, I forget, assholes. And cunts, and he's like, assholes get fucked by dicks, and blah, blah, blah. And he's yeah. just being so graphic until the guy starts throwing up. So it's just this puppet throwing up. Wait, what is this? Team America World Police. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the hardest it's I ever, like, I was laughing so, so hard. I was falling out of my chair, holding myself up, trying to see what was happening. <laughs> I There's, um, has this started? Yeah. 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 I love that. Surprise. Um, <laughs> Let me just change my voice. <clears throat> so there was this. Is <laughs> real me. My dad's at home. My dad used to be in radio, so I always feel that like he's at home. They're going, okay, how's his diction? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I personally would have announced that word a little clearer. <laughs> um, so much pressure. <laughs> yeah. Well, dad, like my dad used to be a radio guy. Yeah. Like, so in the 70s, that's how I got into vintage was all because of dad being well, into radio. Yeah. And because- he would get all these like promotional t-shirts sent to like the radio station, like oh. ACDC would put out a single and like that would basically bribe disc jockeys back then <laughs> to play the music more. I mean, they still do now, but with yeah. this little thing called that's cash. Hey, it could be a lot of things. Now I realize, yeah, yeah. but um, hi guys, welcome. Um, <laughs> but I, I have, but so dad would get all these promo shirts and then I, in Australia, you have to wear every, even private, uh, sorry, public schools, you wear a school uniform. Mm. But every now and then on Fridays was known as the greatest day ever. And you could really, this is when you got to really see people at their truest because it was free dress day. Okay. So I wore this, this is what started the whole thing Mm -hmm. was I wore this t-shirt for Crocodile Dundee, which I'm not sure. Have you seen that movie? No. Okay. I don't blame you (laughs) because it's from, I don't know, the 1920s. It's it's Um, from like 85 and it's how Americans saw Australians until the next and when I lived in America, Australian character came out. Yeah, and when I lived in America, briefly, it's how they saw me. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was so crazy because I at the time, like two thousand eight, tight jeans, all the rage, mm. all the rage. And so you know, I've got like spray painted pants on. That's how fucking tight they are. Yeah. I've got some tie dye shirt, some weird hat, red boots, and they're describing my outfits. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that's what it was. I yeah. had a time machine. And I was like, who can I base my look off? I love, I love this <laughs> who guy. Who can I be? <laughs> and people would always want me to do like the most cliche Australian stuff. And it was, a lot of it was based on this iconic movie called Crocodile Dundee. So I had this shirt and the main slogan, like the catchphrase from that movie was, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Cause he's, he's in, he's in, he's in New York and uh, he's just walking around town. He falls in love with this American, I think she's a journalist and she goes to Australia and that's how they meet. And they fall in love. And then she's like, I want, now I've seen your world out here in the wilderness and, you know, throwing fucking didgeridoos. Not didgeridoos, because you'd be throwing boomerangs. You'd be blowing didgeridoos. Yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah. And Reset. so he goes to New York and he's like, oh, Struth, bloody hell, what's going on here? Like, so yeah. Australian. Like, like, what's this then? It's a bidet. Yeah. We don't have those in Australia yeah. at all, I guess. It's just <laughs> turned to the max. And he's got like, you know, a sleeveless shirt, leather shirt, of course, and like his belts are like He-Man belts, but they're crocodiles' teeth. And he, oh yeah, he has God. like he has like animal bones on his hat. Yeah, and so 
you know, he's just so like every Aussie cliche. Huh. So Americans for years just assumed, kind of rightfully so, because there really was nothing else on the map. There was, I guess at the time, there would have been Mad Max. And Yahoo Serious. Oh, but dude, was that big here? Uh, it was like, like I was a kid when that movie came out and he had a movie, he had a movie called, I think it was called Young Einstein. And he was just like this well, joke, right? Yeah. And so it was kind of like it was kind of like a Polly Shore movie for kids. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a great explanation. Yeah. I, I have a Young Einstein T-shirt. Yeah. And I I very rarely wear it, but when I do, it matters too much. You don't want to wear it out. It's well, it's a bit short, mm. so it reveals too much sex sexuality. Right. You don't want um, to. And you know, in this current climate. I know. Um. So I, I <laughs> so I wear it sometimes and. One time, this like guy who looked like Yahoo Serious. Like, this, <laughs> this, I'm Yahoo dead serious about this. Like this, this <laughs> guy's on the His show. His finger was in a uh, power outlet. Yeah. So like, I will show you later to just give context to the story. But imagine Einstein, like the classic photos you see of Einstein with his crazy hair. Mm-hmm. That's what Yahoo Serious looked like. And he, and he was like a combination of that with like a homeless person. Mm-hmm. And then you have Yahoo Serious. Mm-hmm. The movie was just ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Your explanation was actually spot on. So I wore it out. I've worn it a couple of times. And this one time, this guy who's about 5,000 years old came up to me. And I was surprised because that he came up to me given the age. Mm, and it's hard to walk at that age. Yeah. Well, he was dead. He was a ghost. <laughs> was a so dust, that was a trick right? question. You failed. So you don't know anything about how long people live. So it shows about your intelligence. Have a sip here. Um, it's tough being stupid. <laughs> but this guy Trying came up best. to me and he's like, He's like, oh my God, that was my favorite movie when I was a kid. And uh, my first thought was, well, you're 5,000 years old. So didn't yeah. def- definitely weren't a kid. Didn't have movies back then. <laughs> but no one knows that movie and like a lot of Australian stuff. Mm. So rewind back to the Crocodile Dundee. So he's he's in New York. I have ADHD, so this is going to happen a lot. Um, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so, I can keep up. <laughs> so he's in New York and he gets mugged and this guy's like, give us all your money, dude, or whatever. And he pulls out this tiny little embarrassing pocket knife. And he's crocodile bloody Dundee. So, I mean, A, he wrestles buffaloes with his fucking mind. That's a real scene. Mm-hmm. He goes up to a buffalo that's like blocking the street in Australia and he just goes like this. And the buffalo goes, oh, Jesus Christ, you're bloody sexual. Pardon me. <laughs> and he falls down Allow and the buffalo's me. on the ground going, yeah. oh, my God, I think I'm in love. And then he's yeah. like, well, don't be. I'm a human. You're a buffalo. This is never going to work <laughs> out. Yeah. And then off he goes about his merry old business. Now mm. fucking fast forward to New York and this guy's like, give us all your money. He's this tiny little pocket knife. It's an embarrassment, to be honest. Mm. And then Crocodile Dundee, I think he was chewing gum. He goes, huh. that's not a knife. This is a knife. And he reaches out and pulls out the biggest <laughs> fuck off knife you've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. And so I had a t-shirt of that scene on it and I wore it to high school. And there was this girl called Kate Hutefelt, I think was her last name. What's up, Hute-felt? Kate? Hutefelt? Hute, Hutefelt. Okay. But I would call her Hutefelt, <laughs> which adorable. thank you for ruining my next joke. Hi, guys. Oh, no. um, so <laughs> this girl, Kate, who was just way out of my league and she was so cute, Hutefelt. And... <laughs> I wore that shirt on free dress day, being a bit of a class clown. I thought it'd be a bit of a goof. Yeah. And I never forget it. And it just changed my whole life. And she goes, oh, cute shirt. And that was it. And walked away, never speak to me again. Yeah. And I go, what? Uh, <coughs> what? <laughs> was, was this, old, uh, this old thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, you also got a cute uh, shirt, shirt on. School uniform. I know, but just, okay. I'll be, mum, <clears throat> uh, nope. Don't have a phone yet because it's the 1999s. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Um <laughs> So yeah, that's how, that's, that's how, how you started. got, so you got into vintage because, because a, a girl that I had a crush on said that my old gross t-shirt was cute. So then every free dress day, mm. I would just go through dad's box of, of these t-shirts when I was like 
13, 14 years old and I would just wear them. And that was the only time that it was a cute shirt. And every other time it was, you're clearly a poor person. Don't speak to me. Mm. And uh, so I moved countries. Right. (laughs) I saw, um, I was walking with my friend Eric the other day and his favorite band is Oasis. And we saw a homeless person with a 1993 Oasis tour shirt. And it was in great condition on uh, uh, an obvious homeless person. And Eric was like. If the story doesn't end how it would end if I was there, I'm going to be very upset. It it definitely didn't. Eric's meek. They didn't make out? They didn't make out. <laughs> oh, They're married Jesus now. Jesus Christ. No, he just walked past us and we both, we didn't even have, have to have the discussion where he was just like, the, the how crushed he was that he can't have the thing that guy is not appreciating for sure. Okay, so this is, this upsets me. Um, next time, please call me and tell me the exact whereabouts. <laughs> <laughs> One, um, I love Oasis as well. And yeah. two, I love buying shirts off the back of homeless people for two reasons. One, it helps them. They yeah. don't give a shit. It's not like the guy is there going, <laughs> he's there going, oh, yeah, got my tent. Everything's all, all fantastic. Yeah, everything's all in order. Okay, cool. I'm just, yeah, got here we go. Um, well, you know, don't be, don't be prejudiced. Some of them have tents. And uh, so, and or caravan. And nice. so he's sitting there and it's not like he's there going, fuck, I need a bit of good morning music. Let What's the story? Morning Glory. <laughs> Drops the needle and he's like, what am I going to wear today? What am I going to wear today? No, no. Obviously. He puts it on. He's like, huge fan. And so he's like, ah, another morning. Morning, boys. How you guys doing? Yeah. What? What? About, what? I'm just going to go out and ask for a bit of cash. Yeah, yeah. You guys want anything? Just joking. I, I, I can't really afford it. Uh, but uh, in saying that, Check out the Oasis shirt. No, you can't have it, you sneaky devil. Uh, so off he goes. He's sitting down in the corner. You and your mate walk past. Your mate gets a half wood. Don't blame him. And he looks down and goes, oh, nice T-shirt. And he's there going, what? You're a fan. Well, I'll come back to my tent later on, play your cards, right? <laughs> what I do in that situation is I go up to him and go, do you want $40 and a plain black T-shirt? And you never see anybody undress quicker in their yeah. life. Uh, then you make out for a little bit. You swap T-shirts. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you swap just- shirts, swap yeah. spit. Upgrade, get a new zipper for your tent. Do what Absolutely. you need to do. You're not going to be able to afford that in the first place without my generous donation. Absolutely. In real seriousness, though, I'm very upset that you did not try to buy that shirt if that goes back. It would have made his day. Uh, yeah, you're right. And, I just you know, don't carry $40 around on myself. Well, I always carry Does it. he have a debit machine? I doubt it. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> fucking ama- That would literally make my year if I go, listen, I'll give you 40 bucks. Oh, I just really got no cash on me. And he goes, not to worry. Do you take square? Yeah. <laughs> That's industrious. I mean, how much is a square little chip thing? They're free. They're like, free. Send a little email. Yeah. Yeah. From his tent. Oh my God. I brought, I brought a few t-shirts. Dude. Oh my God. The craziest one. I was in Mexico on a surf trip with a couple of friends from Australia years and years ago. And we're sitting down and we're having, I assume Mexican food, stupidest thing I've ever said. And uh, we're having Italian. And, uh, <laughs> and so we're sitting down and all of a sudden I hear this and it's not a really tiny person on a really tiny motorcycle. That'd be hilarious and cute. It wasn't that. Mm. What it was, was a, uh, a guy mowing the lawn and he comes right in front of us and it was like the, the heavens opened and I hear this and I look and he's wearing this amazing Dinosaur Junior t-shirt, Ooh. one of my favorite bands. And I'm like, are you, f- are you kidding me right now? Luckily, I had my square on me, and that's a lie. And I just went, <laughs> I went straight up to him and I go, Can I interest you in some amazing Italian food? He said, Where'd you get that from? It's Mexico. Yeah. And so I went up to him and I brought it off his back for like 
a bunch of pesos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is that what the currency is called? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Do I look educated? No. Go on. So I brought it with him with some currencies and uh, <laughs> he was so stoked. But the funniest, and I do actually have a photo of this for proof. It was really hard to take the photo, but I'm like, I have to get a photo. Because I gave him my shirt and I was just wearing, I can't even remember, but it was pink. I remember that because definitely in touch with who I am. And so I was like, trade, trade. And he didn't understand what I was yeah. talking about. Pulled out money. Eventually he figures it out. He takes his shirt off so quick. Like the second, the second they realize that you want the gross old sweaty groundskeeper shirt yeah, in yeah. Mexico, he's like, okay, weird person, but yeah, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take all the currencies. And so I give him the cash and then I give him my shirt and he puts it on. But this guy was quite overweight, mm-hmm. um, handsome, mm. handsome for sure. But he had, um, he had some extra, right. s- some extra carriage right. and he puts his shirt on dude. And it was so tight. It was so <laughs> fucking tight. And you know, I'm a big believer in you will transform something and make it sexy or attractive if you own it. Yeah. I don't care what it is you're wearing. Yeah. This is my, this is the whole thing about just like being who you are, Mm -hmm. be yourself. Right. And I swear to God, I have never seen anybody make something look so goddamn sexy in my whole life. It it was, it was amazing. And I had, I mean, it had a big swastika on the back, but (laughs) he was like payment, not necessary. Yeah. We have a lot in common, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, was, I love shit like that, man. Yeah, like it, it's so funny because when uh, when you and I became friends, that's when I got into vintage T-shirts, is because of directly being your friend. Yeah. And then I realized quickly that the things that I thought were cool, you were way over. Like wearing vintage well, rock shirts and vintage sports shirts. Like you want the weirdest. Like I like at the time you were into like. Bart Simpson shirts that were unofficial and super offensive, which she wore on the sh- on the oh, show the, uh, the other week, and I mentioned to you. I almost wore it today. I should have worn it. Could have been another brought off the back challenge, but you know, in today's climate, I would have got a girl to do it. Um, what's, <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the show. But um, you know, okay, well, here's two things about that. I mean, I'm a cooler person than you, so that's by default. So of course, we're gonna like cool stuff. Oh my god. Uh, but no, I'm, clearly, I'm joking. You're a thousand times cooler than this guy. Um, I have a, I have a lot of National Geographic magazines. So if that is an indicator of how, anyway, moving back along to what you're talking about, you know, uh, it is. It's like anything in life. I mean, it's be the same with you with music. Yeah. You know, like people are like, oh, what's up, Kev Dog, and then you don't open that email. Yeah, delete. Yeah. Another one, hey, Kevy, that's more like it. And uh, yeah, hello, sir. (laughs) Hello, sir. I come to you with great fortune news. How would you like to be the recipient of all currencies? All you have to do is just say yes and you get all that stuff. But of course, I need the social security number and all the banking. But yeah, like I love those emails. I used to send those emails. No, I was joking. But low level pyramids. But wouldn't it be like into. you though? Like with people yeah. sending you music and you're like, oh, I've heard it, same thing. And then every now and then you get this diamond in the rough. Yeah. Uh, or comedy being a producer. And yeah. you know, you 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 make careers happen. You're a go-getter, you're a you're a snapper. So. I would just say it's harder to impress me in a it's way. Same, it's like anything in life. If you yeah. do a thing, you know, like a, a guy who's the greatest fucking ramen chef in the world is not going to get ramen in Australia. It's gonna be fucking terrible like yeah. it's going to be a lot to impress the guy that's done the thing it does anything in life mm-hmm. so that's all it is it's just i've seen everything so yeah. i like weird and i like things that were made where you question who would have worn it what was <laughs> yeah. the what was the creepo dad that <laughs> yeah, thought yeah. this was a good idea and, and it's funny and and that time period um is really dear to me because it was i was a little bit 
we're all just a little bit too young to really like to be 21 yeah. in 1984 would be my dream. Yeah. <laughs> because everything was so fun and yeah. silly and everyone was having a silly goose time all the time. Yeah. Um, RIP Chris D. But so um, <laughs> that's controversial. But that's what, that's what happens. But you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it's just that's why I love that, that, that whole period. I mean, anything that's ancient. It, you know, I was speaking with a good friend of mine, Perry Shaw, shout out Perry, and he's a, obsessed with this stuff as, as much as what I am. And yes, I'm a seller and have to pay the bills, but the whole point of it is like, I'm finding 1% and I'm selling 99%, but the 1% I'm obsessed with. And because a lot of the time, like you're finding a piece of clothing that somebody has worn for a long time and then maybe they've passed on or for whatever reason they get rid of it and you find it and you can feel which again sounds yeah. so cheesy, but you can feel the personality yeah, in those you, well, pieces. You said you, oh, yeah. when you go to the, where he goes to find yeah. stuff to, that he sells. Edit that out. Edit that out. Oh, sorry, <laughs> no. um, but he runs his hands along uh, piles of clothes, and you'll know something's good just by touching it a lot of the time. And I get aroused, but you know, yeah. it's it's uh, then I realize these aren't clothes. <laughs> uh, I'm in an old lady factory. These are balls. No, um, but yeah, you know. I, it's true, man. It really is. It, once you've been doing it for a long time, like, so all these bales will come in. It's stuff that thrift shops don't want for whatever reason. A lot of the time it's just been sitting on the floor for too long or they just have too much stuff in the first place, gets bailed up and it comes to me in places like mine. And I just try to find the diamonds in the rough before mm. they either get destroyed and turn into rags and from there sent to mechanics or, you know, off to third world countries or whatever. And so it's my job and my picker's job to find all these diamonds in the rough. And you literally can, if you've been doing it for a long time, you can run your fingers over these bales. They're compact and you just, you're literally like feeling for yeah. fabrics yeah. and certain textures. And when things have been alive on the planet for, for a long time, they break down and mm -hmm. it's exciting. And then, mm -hmm. you know, if you open it up and you're lucky enough to find some weird serial killer t-shirt or some shit, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Serial killers, man. These guys kill people. It's oh, sick. <laughs> Something I could never do. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, right person. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah if a guy's got a, got a good tent and a nice Oasis shirt, though, and, oh, well, you know. But anyway. so asking for it, right? I just like, I like stuff with that, that has soul and character and that's hard to find. But that's what's yeah. interesting is that your taste for your like own collection isn't necessarily like valuable as far as being. Yeah, not always. I mean, yeah. some, I, I have some, like I have some t-shirts that are worth like two or three thousand dollars each yeah you know um like there's right now vintage t-shirts is insane yeah. like people people don't really realize like the people inside of my there's the term that a lot of thrift kids like to use the term community I'm not a big fan of it because i don't really see how it's serving the community we're all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all just selling things to feed ourselves so it's yeah. kind of the opposite of community if anything it's a very selfish act that yeah. we're doing yeah. however that being said our scene is kind of what I like to say. And, you know, a lot of these shirts right now are just going for insane money. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you heard me talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but an Aladdin shirt, like the movie, the Aladdin, like Aladdin, mm -hmm. sold for 6,000 USD on an Instagram live auction. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Chris from 1980 something, who is an absolute legend. And he started this amazing thing called the virtual flea, yeah. which is That's an smart. amazing, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that was an uh, answer to a situation that he had to address, which, you know, COVID comes, he's a seller at the Melrose flea market. And a Love lot it. of, a lot of my friends in California who are dealers, the Melrose flea market, the Rose Bowl flea market, that's their bread and butter. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden COVID comes, shuts the world down mm -hmm. and it's bad 
in California, as you know, having yep. your girl there. So, yep. so he's like, what am I going to do? He had a huge following. He's got like 80,000 followers. Wow. And so he starts just selling them live on his Instagram. That's really smart. That's really so smart. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's super cool. Oh. And, you know, for my personal taste, a lot of the kids that go on there that, that sell this stuff, it's not for me. But it is just because I've been doing it so long and I have different tastes. And I'm a bit older than a lot of these like 20-year-old kids. But so ultimately, it's nostalgia right now um, is just huge money. Hmm. And like sneakerheads have moved over into the t-shirt world. That's yeah. what's happened. So all yeah. these hype beasts and supreme guys that have money to burn are now just dropping stupid money on on t-shirts, man. So I'm in the right industry right now. It'll pop, for sure. but for now it's good. But you would have people from other countries come here and want to do, do like private shopping with you, yeah, right? Yeah, all the time. Oh, like wow. come over just to like see his stuff. It's That's crazy. Cool. Yeah, I mean a lot of – I used to have a lot of Japanese – clients back in the day um and you know like they would come once a month a lot of them for the rose bowl which mm -hmm. which is mecca for vintage clothing mm -hmm. um and not just that but it's for everything i mean you can buy like an old barbecue it's just an amazing flea market yeah but there's a lot of old clothes there and so these japanese um collectors and you know dudes that have stores would come over once a month and it's american clothing that people want and so they go to mecca rose bowl and you have all these amazing dealers a lot of them are my friends and they just sell some of the rarest stuff that they can they can find and then if they're already this far over at the time i was banned from the states yeah so i couldn't go and, and vend and even if i could i mean being from australia it's just a whole ordeal so i could never go yeah so i would they just started coming to me afterwards because wow. a flight from la to vancouver is not that much and yeah. you know they i would hook them up and yeah that was fairly consistent for, for yeah. years and then things change the internet becomes more of a platform and yeah so it was it's a weird world man it's it's a really weird world yeah. i love when um i would because i would come visit him in his store all the time and if someone is rude to him an extra tax gets put on douche tax yeah i love that yeah i love that so much and it, even even in his douche ipad tax. it says it yeah <laughs> douche tax button <laughs> That's so great. But honestly, like that sounds so arrogant. It was, it's, no! it's just no, 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 that's so justice great. being served yes. properly for once. It's just, if you're, if you're Asian, if no, just <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously that's why I always had to pay a little more. Kirby. Obviously that, obviously that's a joke. And I, I, I love that. Like someone's going, Oh, that's interesting. Clip out of context and destroy his life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I, of course I'm joking. At, at the end of the day, it was just arrogance and people that just assume that sometimes people would walk in and look at me like, come on, you recognize me. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. I'd look really? at them go, no, I don't. You obviously don't understand anything about me. If you go to my house, it's Neil Diamond Records, Yanni live on TV, yeah, and yeah. me talking to my mum about Bridget Jones's diary. So <laughs> uh, go fudge yourself. I don't know who the flip you are. But I like also like when Thurston Mel Moore Gibson. No, <laughs> yeah. When Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth came in, he no, didn't that's do that. A, that's a different fucking story. The singer of Sonic Youth, which is one of his favorite oh. bands, came in, and he didn't do that. And then you're like, I'm a big fan check this out you hit, you Dude, like a rare old it's, sonic Youth it's shirt. a very oh. rare yeah, yeah. like you know i'm sure it's happened to you too yeah. like you know you've met tons of of your heroes yeah. um given what you do for a living but yeah. um anytime where that old saying you don't want to meet your heroes you don't because yeah. i think it's a you just for me it's i don't know what blubbering mess i'm gonna 
turn into <laughs> or like is my vo- I always feel like my voice is going to break and go oh my god Thurston oh wow that's, that's normal oh my god totally. it's not, not normally like this but I'm a huge fan oh my god um, do you want a pina colada I can go get one like it's it's just it's off from something he's like, impossible to he's get. like six in the morning I know but just you know live a little okay um, so, so but he walked in and it was it was so surreal dude like you know it, it was pretty crowded in there and it was just like dun, 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 I always hire a beatboxer and this is like his beatboxing. And, uh, but yeah, and, the, and he just, he just fucking walks in. Like you don't, dude, don't just walk in. Like you're not him. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like fucking yo, Thurston, do, fucking get like a firing squad of trumpets to go in before you anywhere you go. Yeah. Like if you're in a certain, if you're like in a, like if you're, I don't know, dude, if you, if you're Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. you need, trumpets before you go in and like Absolutely. you know what i mean Absolutely. if you're jim carrey trumpets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's in the trumpet game and yeah. so he just walked in like it was like he was going to his lounge room or something like don't be that relaxed you can't be that's 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 too much yeah and so people were starting to freak out you could see them one by one being like what the fuck yeah and uh kind of people that would go into your store would of course yeah freak yeah. out to see Thursday. and i had a couple of friends that were just like hanging up at my like booth or whatever at the time and and he was so he was so so cool yeah and and thank god because mm-hmm. and he was in town playing a show just like a solo show um and see that nice catch <laughs> I'm just, I'm, Dundee. <laughs> okay i missed it but edit it so <laughs> if you can just have like you can do like special effects yeah, right? yeah, yeah cgi cool. yeah oh, okay. and well i'll add it the eagle returns to the nest um yeah so um anyway but yeah he was super cool and so he i had this old 80s um sonic life sonic use it's really rare shirt unfortunately when i found it it was all cut up but i've kept it and it was crazy because i brought it in to show somebody it's normally in like a a safe and like you know i have guards that stand like this and and yeah um yeah it's my wife um, yeah, she's always crying. Like, yeah, but um, because I chop onions. But and so, <laughs> love the idea of like a crazy torture for your wife, who's like acting up. Go, don't make me chop onions. <laughs> go, we are not watching the fucking Notebook again. She's like, oh my god. Anyway, um, Bridget Jones's diary. Yeah, you know it's my yeah, favorite. You know, it's one, two, and three. Anyway, so um, yeah, he was just so cool, and it's such a thank God, you know, because it can ruin. I've had the opposite. I'm sure you have as well. It can ruin that band or that, you know, thing that you idolize for whatever reason. Mm. So he was so lovely and nice. And the best thing about it was, you know, he, he was there with his girlfriend and he had a couple of shirts and I was playing it cool. Like I was just like, oh, what's, up? What's, up? what's up dogs? Yo guys, what's up? Yeah. Friends go, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I mean, one, two, one, two. Kirby, put your clothes back on forwards. Yeah. yeah well, you know, so, so he was super cool. And he, and he's like, Hey man. I'm like, yeah. Hey guy. Jesus, don't again, don't say hey man. You should be like not you shouldn't be speaking. There should be somebody interpreting your thoughts. And, yeah. and he was just super cool. And I was like, and he had these shirts, and this is how the whole conversation started. And I did a very smooth thing. And I was like, yo, please. You're offending me. Yeah, I turned into a guy from the Sopranos. <laughs> all, all of a sudden I had spaghetti sauce around my mouth and right. I was wearing a suit three times too big. I'm Italian like, food from Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I had all <laughs> Authentic Italian food from, yeah, that's what we call a callback. callback. What's up, man? (laughs) 
film. Um, edit that so an eagle flies out. Right. Cheers. Uh, you also one time told me you hate fist bumps, so I can't believe you just did that. Well, we're in a COVID world, so you have to <laughs> you have, you have My to adapt. Ideals have changed. Mask denier. Hello. Um, I'm more into keeping people alive and not killing grandmas. Not to the guy to my left. Anyway, uh, we know how you feel about the homeless wearing Oasis hey, shirts too. So grandmas. moving on. No, we won't address it. Stink. But yeah, he was super cool. And so we had these shirts and I was like, oh, man, I can't charge you for these. I'm a fan. Your music has like been amazing and helped me through the years. So I just want to give these as a, as a thank you for making, for being in such a great band because there's so many shit bands out there. Yeah. And he laughed and he was like, oh, that's so nice of you. And we started talking. And his girlfriend had all these questions about Australia. Um, and so we got along really well. Yeah. That was the end of it. So cool. I went to the show that I was already going to the show. So I was at the show. I go to the bathroom and, um, oh, you know, just doing all the coke. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it Takes a long time. And yeah. <laughs> and because uh, I do, when I do lines of coke, I do it on the toilet bowl all right, the way around. The whole way around because you're yeah. OCD. You got to connect it. You've got to connect it because yeah, yeah. life is a circle. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so what goes around comes around and so uh mom i was not doing coke in the bathroom just to let you know that um i love you mom it's more and of a heroin kind of guy yeah more of a more of a h man um <laughs> and all of a sudden i hear yes yeah, dead union i'm like what the fuck and i come like running out and john was filming him give me this massive shout out and so i and cool. i came at the end uh i didn't come at the end but i, I like I, I came down there i looked over kevin you, you were everywhere no and he had just finished saying this amazing shout out and which was just fucking so surreal. And he thanked oh. me and he and he said that, yeah, that guy Dead Union, he's right on. And I go <laughs> and I look at John and go, I'm fucking right on, mate. <laughs> You're not. Did he mention anything about Did he mention anything? You. I don't remember. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. He's like, what's wrong? I go, oh man, I have to go to the doctor tomorrow. He's like, why? I'm like, well, my hearing's playing up because I don't remember him mentioning anything about you being right on. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. And then at the end, I was walking out. I'm like, John's like, go speak to him. I'm like, nah, man, I can't do that. I'm like, dog, yo, no. Nah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like about to walk out. And he's like, oh hey man, did you hear me? I gave you a shout out. I'm like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I heard well, something. I didn't notice. I heard something about it. I was Cheers. And um, right on. we started speaking and I was like, can I send you a record? Which I never would do. Yeah. And uh, so he gave me his address. He's like, send it. And I, st I never sent it. I still have his, I was too scared. Oh, Kirby. So, oh, no. But I have an idea. So okay. I still have his address and uh, obviously Thurston will be watching this. So like Thurst Dog, uh, something's coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> something's coming, y'all. No. <laughs> so I thought. I'm going to say, because I said that I was in a band, and I was, can I send you a record? And I thought, oh, it's just too nerve wracking. Cause like, what if you like, you don't hear back? It's just, I'm like, I'm yeah, not yeah. doing that. And it's not really something I would feel comfortable doing, but I'm going to send, I'm going to, I'm going to send, I found all these like really weird sound effects records. <laughs> oh, and it's like the US Army sound effects for bombs. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to send that. That's good. I'm like, what's up, Thurston? You're the bomb dog. And I'm <laughs> And then I'm going to send another record later. Sorry for that previous bomb joke. Um, yeah. If you're ever back in Vancouver, dogs, and I'll send another one. Sorry for saying dog. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm going to write all this out. Yeah. And I'm going to pay for a bunch of delivery men to deliver it with trumpets. So that's a callback. Circle of life. Oh, I love that. That's two in a row. Yeah. So easy. Anyway. Um, do you remember when we first met? Definitely. The airport going to China. No, yeah. <laughs> Dude. It's, yeah. Kirby's band. Uh, rest in peace, war, baby. Yeah. Aww. 
yeah. R.I.P. Great band. Uh, and my band, we were, we met in the airport going to China to tour together, which was still one of the best times of my life. So surreal. But so surreal, man. It was, do you remember because you were the only person in your band that wasn't cripplingly shy? So it was like, oh, guess I'm talking to this guy the whole time. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. so we got along like right away. We started talking about horror movies and stuff. I didn't even know that you did vintage. Mm. And then um, we get there and uh, Al D, the guy that brought us there, he's a Chinese promoter. He Shout took us Al. to a weird country and Western bar in Beijing. Oh, yeah. And we were talking outside. Authentic right? Italian food. <laughs> once <Yeah>. again, <laughs> we were sitting outside and we were having a beer. And we saw a cat leave and a rat go in. Yeah. And a cat sat on my lap. Yeah. I mean, these were members of my band, but yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys, back to your cage. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do, dude. You know, like, okay, so I I have a terrible memory and it sucks because, um, and I always forget to take photos. My sister, oh my God. Yeah. Do you have a member of your family where if they go on vacation and they're like, hey guys, I've just come back from vacation. Give me 1,000 years why this folder of 15 trillion photos <laughs> uploads that is just pictures of shrubs. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. So my sister, who I love to bits, is like that. And I used to always make fun of her for it and go, Carl, no one cares about you standing in front of a fucking old gutter. Yeah. But I regret not being more like that on trips because- you know, she can just open up and go, what? All that time was in, in Chicago? No problem. Okay. So, and it's just like, it's almost like a flip book. Like she's made a fucking cartoon. That's yeah, what yeah. photos are. And I just never, never think to do it, but I wish I took more photos on that trip because it was so surreal for two reasons. One, the previous show was in Chilliwack, um, which, yeah, I'll leave it there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. fill the blank. Yeah. And, and it was, all I remember from that show was I was playing and uh, it was in the corner of a bar and it was like a glass and, you know, basically behind me was the, the glass window to outside. Right. And there was this, this fucking woman just banging on the window and I like turn around. And I'm like, oh, hi. Oh my God. Hi there. And I was like, what do you do? And yeah. I'm like, Fuck off! Like she's just like, <laughs> like banging and shit, and like throwing me off like out of time and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh and so I'm like trying to like play the drums, and I'm like, oh fucking hell! And I like turn around, and then she like smiled, and she had no front teeth. No, oh, nice. And oh. so some would say that uh, maybe someone chilly whacked them out. Chilly whack joke. Uh, what's up? Don't, no, okay. But um, so uh, I was watching her reaction. Edit, if you can, <laughs> sorry, just if, uh, edit edit in okay. like a. No, we'll just do it there, now, and, and then, then she just will cut just it. Cl- yeah. close and then. No problem. Eagles. Eagles and uh, yeah, all, all the relevant stuffs. But <laughs> so that was, that was that show, which was obviously amazing. And then fast forward to I think like two weeks later, we're in fucking China being treated like goddamn rock stars. I know. You know, we had, we, we were picked up with this like, you know, custom party bus, party bus and cool. we, Al was just the most amazing host and he's such a great guy yeah. and he takes us to what I believe is one of my top 10 favorite meals of my life yeah because you, we remember we just sat down and he's, and he's like i'm not gonna do the accent because of our current situation uh, <laughs> but you know he's from china you, you fill in the blanks but <laughs> yeah. lovely guy and he's like i'm gonna order you guys just sit down eat what comes out yeah it's china so it's my first time there i love food i love trying new food i'm excited i'm nervous i'm scared i'm all of the above is it italian food hope not fingers crossed <laughs> just had that in mexico yeah, yeah so many throwbacks you're dealing with a couple of professionals thanks for watching um, and and so um i just remember this 
insane food coming out yep. that was so good. It was like a five-star restaurant. Do you remember how amazing it was? Because they had a wedding next door. Yeah. And then we went and took pictures in front of the- Side note, and here's another throwback. Get ready to fist bump. The rat and the cat situation that Kevy saw earlier was the same restaurant. Didn't see the rat and the cat again. So just saying, leave it there. But it was delicious. <laughs> Boom, add the salad effects later. Continue. Um, yeah, and they would put it on this rotating thing on your table- and then it, and then remember, they didn't serve water because it's contaminated. So you just drank Coca Cola <laughs> constantly. Yeah, oh yeah. And you had an instant sore throat as soon as you got to Beijing. Yeah. So everyone was wearing those basically. And, and, and at the time, I was still smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And like cigarettes are like, I'm like, how much for a pack? And they're like, oh, they're free because they're just so cheap. That's how <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And wow. and there was just well, it was just a carnage the whole Dude. time we were there. Remember, I like fucking lost half my. Well, front I wanted too. to tell that story. So here, here's how it started is that- Yeah, we're missing a night, lot. That we, should, yeah. we should do this chronologically. The, f- the first <laughs> night was we, we were all at that bar. Lewis from my band and John from your band get drunk and fall down the stairs together. And it bonded us further. I'm like, you have a guy who gets too drunk in your band too? Oh my God. Oh my God. Look at them. Uh, Tumbling down the stairs. Flash cut to us at the hotel. I'm carrying John from your band, who I don't even know, into the hotel because the party bus driver is like, get this fucking guy out of here. What are you doing? And so he's like, and I just put him in the elevator and then pressed your floor. And then Tony from my band said that he was on your floor and saw the doors open and John just go <laughs> oh no yeah and then uh, and then the next day he got shamed by Al's assistant member that's oh my god Al's assistant who had a crush on her everyone someone he, had a crush on her yeah uh, not me though shout out to my lovely wife I can't remember um, who, I can't remember who it was but edit that out but um, she said she said John go fuck yourself we were like oh oh my god I do remember that it's like the one English sentence she spoke it's so funny I remember like getting to the hotel Mm -hmm. and thinking that there was a mistake because it was so nice oh yeah yeah and I'm like Al and he's like yeah I'm like "Uh, are we dropping you off here or something (laughs) he's like no this is for the band and I'm like oh yeah no clearly that makes sense that makes sense it was amazing and then I just assumed we'd all be sharing a room because that's always what it is on the road and uh, and I was like so where's the broom closet that we'll be um, (laughs) all bunkered down in and he's like no no you'll get your own room I go Amazing. No, definitely. Of course. I, clearly, it makes sense. Yeah. And then <laughs> I remember that being the most exciting thing of that whole trip for me. I remember closing the door and go, all right, guys, yeah, I'll see you in like half an hour, yeah. freshen up, you know. Go, oh my God. <laughs> 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 oh my yeah. God. Go, hey, mom, mom, you're never going to fucking believe it. You're never going to believe it. Yeah. Really? Does it have deleted scenes? There's <laughs> <laughs> a mad, deep, Deep throwback to a Bridget Jones's diary reference, I and I hope that you guys filled in the gaps and assumed that my mum just bought the box set, which she did. <laughs> anyway, so um, so we speak about that for way too long. I'm late. Bridget yeah. Jones's diary. Come yeah. back down, and I'm like, guys, own room. And we, remember, we we're all just so like, oh my god, like yeah. that was to me. When you know you play in a band, you share these smelly fart vans forever, and then you normally stay on someone's floor, at least. Fake shots at a, at, was at a much higher level than the babes. But so we would stay like peasants. They would like just stay like in a sink. Or you guys can share, you guys can share the sink. You know, like, oh, well, this is warm. Um, but yeah, so that was, man, it was so, so surreal. So surreal. There's so many great moments in that trip. We were walking. It was my first time in China. We were walking um, into the hotel and a family's walking by and they see white people and they're like, whoa. And then Tony comes Dude, out who's black say, and they were like, what? <laughs> took pictures Dude. of them. 
Okay. Oh my God. He's wearing his jammies. I remember being in Taiwan years and years and years ago and this family coming up to me, I have blue eyes, and they come up and they're like, um, they're like, oh my God, your eyes are so absolutely goddamn stunning. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> um, and you're right. And uh, no, but they came up and they were just intrigued. They hadn't, hadn't seen somebody with my color eyes, I guess. And they wanted to take photo of my eyes, and which is kind of weird. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, give me a second. I'm like, no, no, that's <laughs> and so and I had a guy with lights, I always carry a guy with lights with me. And so um, trumpets. And trumpets, of course. And, and then so I remember being in China going, Probably going to happen again. <laughs> yeah, they're probably going to be intrigued with the old blue eyes over here. Yeah, yeah, modern day Frank Sinatra walking in, you know. You know, hey, you guys doing? What, you want these old pearlers? Yeah, of course you bloody do. You want me to brighten your day, don't you? Well, one and two over here. Two sons coming at you. Yeah. And they're like, we don't give a fuck, you weird looking peasant. Move aside. Who's this god? Yeah. And it was Tony. And I guess we'd done a bit of intel and we figured out, do you remember this, that there was uh, a KFC ripoff, like chicken place, like Obama chicken. Yeah. That was huge. It was a chain. Yeah. And we'd thought that perhaps they thought that Tony was Obama. <laughs> yeah. And oh so well, I, was, I was going up to people who I knew they couldn't understand me. I was like, just so you know, fucking Obama's there. Have a bit of respect. <laughs> and then well, I, I wanted the accent again. At one but. point he came out of a 7-Eleven with like an ice cream cone and just was on his phone and he just stood beside a Ferrari and oh, all yeah. these people with <laughs> yeah. cameras came out. He was out, like a famous and he, rapper. And he, he looked up. He's like, huh? So far, he went, oh, shit. That's so. <laughs> oh that's such a great Tony impersonation. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah he, was, then, he was a king there, man. And then remember, like, the first show we played was in a, a city called Qingdao. Yeah. And it was like Woodstock size. It was oh, like huge. Okay. And remember, we, we were like, we were like, holy fuck. I remember- We have to be really good now. <laughs> yeah, yes. It was the first, maybe maybe the only time actually, which sounds a bit arrogant, but I'm never nervous before a show. I get very anxious. Yeah, I get anxious. I need, to like, I need to wee like a thousand times, yeah. um, but I never really get nervous um, just because of the you know high level of talent that I have. But um, So I remember we're in the bus and I was like, okay, guys, we're approaching the, the festival grounds. I'm like, grounds? Yeah. What, what do you mean grounds? Grounds. Oh I'm like, oh, okay. Can't wait to see our shitty little tent. Guys, how big do you reckon our tent is? Probably only big enough for one guy with an Oasis shirt. And we're right. High five, high five, <laughs> high five. And I was high fiving pre COVID. So it's a classic throwback right there. <laughs> um, and, and I remember going over the like the little dip in the road and it was just this fucking beautiful sight. Something that you only dream about as a kid when you first start playing music. Mm. And it, Kevin's right. It looked like fucking Woodstock. Wow. And we come over the horizon and there's these two massive, fucking huge stages. Now, I grew up in Australia where we had a huge had, I should say, a huge festival called the Big Day Out Festival. And to me as a kid, it was always my dream to like play there and never got to happen. RIP Big Day Out. But this was my chance to kind of like have my one moment. Yeah. Um, and so I just fucking soaked it all in. Yeah. And the stage, the way it was set up, looked very much like how the stage was set up at Big Day Out. It was always these two massive kind of half moon stages next to each other. Yeah. And I remember fucking asking now, like, oh, cool, man. That's amazing. There must be some big headlining bands. Where do we play? And he's like, no, it's just two stages there. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I remember we played the first day. You guys played the second day. And so we had to go and sound check. And that, that still, I I mean, I wish there was footage of it, which how sad, which we'll get to that. I know, we still never got it. So I remember sound checking and 
we were just couldn't stop laughing. Like yeah. we were just giggling like little like – it was such an amazing feeling yeah. and we'd worked so hard, yeah. and all of us. And yeah. so that was such a beautiful moment and we did the sound check and then, yeah, dude, the next day I was so – I was fucking shitting myself. Yeah. It was – I was so scared. Yeah. Um, I have to tell one story yeah. um, that is my favorite moment because it's so weird about this whole day. So we go out, we sound check the day before. Everything sounds amazing. Like it's like the best we've ever sounded. And we during sound check, we were like, fucking played great. I'm like, if we do that tomorrow, <laughs> I think we'll be good. I think the trick is, gents, is let's not let our nerves get the best of us. Yeah. All right, guys. And we high fived and and you know, pre-COVID, classic throwback. And then so we're it's vintage. It's uh, yeah, it's what's up. It, it is. It's this vintage throwback. And so we're backstage and I like poke my head around the corner thinking, because I think we were like the second or third band on. It was two local bands and then us. And we were the only two white dude, white bands. Mm. Um, everything else was just like, I think Asian bands from memory. Uh, all of them. Yeah. yeah. Except for us, which was- so There's like I 10 was, bands per day. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I'm like, ah, there's probably some people that know Fake Shark. No oh. one's going to know us. And so I like peer out between like the curtains to see who was there, thinking there'd be no one. It's like- one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon, people are still coming in. It's this huge fucking fairground. And there's people on the front row to watch us. Yeah. Like they weren't watching that band. They were like waiting for yeah. us. And I'm like, oh. and I'm not stupid. I'm like, they've come to see the novelty act. I get it. <laughs> That's fine. So we, by the time we went out, there was probably like, you know, a thousand people, but in a huge thing that feels probably like 50,000 people, it didn't look like much. Yeah. So I wasn't bummed though. We were so stoked and we like yeah. walked out. But when we walked out, they cheered like we were fucking the Beatles. Yeah. And we were just, we were just couldn't stop giggling. Yeah. And so th- we play this first song, which starts with like a big drum solo, not solo, but just like a big drum roll. And all of a sudden I realized, oh, I've been drinking copious amounts of booze and smoking cigarettes for a week. I'm going to die. <laughs> oh my God. It's really Bec- hot. Because the sun is just like piercing yeah. you yeah. and the guitar should have kicked in by now and it hasn't. Oh. And I look over at John. We have, we had had the, we used to think there was a curse on us. We have terrible luck with our equipment. And I look over at him and I can see sheer fucking panic. So then I'm beyond panicked because now I look at Brock and we're just a couple of trained professionals, y'all. And so we had to fill in the gap it's impossible to keep this up for too long when you've had a week of just turning your body into shrapnel. So I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Sort it out, guy. Sort it out, guy. And I'm like taking my sonnies off, giving him just death daggers. Go, yeah, sort it out. You want to sort it out? <laughs> so they have all these sound techs like come up and they're like, what the fuck is going on? We tested everything. Oh, the dude didn't turn his amp on. So it's just a simple oh. like, and then you hear the feedback and then it was like off to the races. We had so much fun. Afterwards. <gasps> my heart. I know, me too. I was just oh. like- and then, and then another great moment during that set was we played the first song. We did fine. And um, they went crazy. And we were like, I remember looking over at you guys yeah, yeah. being like, can't wait to watch you guys. Like, this <laughs> yeah. shit is really weird and yeah. awesome. And they were so like, yeah, rock and roll. I don't know why I rolled my R there. I'm sorry. I do, I do, ap- I do apologize. I'm going to blame it on a weird tongue. So you can edit, edit that shit out because I'll lose my whole life. Um, but And everybody was so just – I, it, it, they just made us feel so loved and it was yeah. so awesome. Afterwards, though, this is the fucking weirdest thing ever and very beautiful in hindsight. It was actually a really lovely thing this kid did. At the time, I did not see it that way. Do you remember this? I, I left the stage, 
and thinking I was going to have cardiac arrest. Like I, that oh was the closest God. I've ever come to drumming myself to death. <laughs> and I, I play pretty hard. And so just all the sun and everything. And I walk off stage and this guy comes up to me. He was like a, I guess like a show hand, like a backstage writer guy, a kid. He was like probably 15 and he comes up to me and he's like, oh my God, beautiful eyes. Just joking. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so he comes up and he has uh, uh, two bottles of water and he has these towels over his arm and he's like, come, come. And I'm like, okay. And I like follow him and he like takes me to this shady tree and he's basically motioning, like, sit down in the shade, man. Like, cool down. I'm like, oh, it's so nice. I'm away from everybody drinking and, like, you know, after a show, you just want to be by yourself a little bit. Yeah. And so I'm like, thank you. And he goes away. And I'm just thinking he's just such a nice guy that he's just handed me this amazing little godsend of a place. No. No, he wasn't. He was going to get some sort of weird massage oil and he came and gave me a massage. <laughs> and he, like, sat behind me and started fucking, like, um, and I go, hey. <laughs> Hey, where, where, what's this? What, what's happening here? What's all he this looks about? Over, he's like flip over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts rubbing my chest. Yeah. And it felt really nice. I saw it. And, but it was fucking weird. Yeah. And I remember like looking in his eyes like, are they, do they pay you for this? Or is this like on the house? Do I have to tip? I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And he's like feeding me water. Like it was very romantic. It was like yeah. the one of like 25 Lady in the Tramp moments I've had in my life. <laughs> With men and and uh, and then yeah and then and you know like obviously I, I wasn't allowed to come in his mouth but uh, after <laughs> edit, edit that out edit that out edit that out mom Bridget Jones yeah um, but yeah that was that that was so fucking weird and beautiful so, so shout out to that guy uh, we don't have a ton of time left but I do want to talk about the next show which is so then Fake Shark played the next day and it was great. One of the funnest things. There's a like a jumbotron, oh, cool. and there was like uh fl- like cameras on drones and stuff like that. It was crazy. Whoa. It was great. We had a great set. Um, and then the next day, we we got asked to play together this little punk show with this band called Girl Kill Girl, and and the, and um the singer of that band went went on to date Lou like long distance for a while. Oh wow! Oh that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Gia. And yeah. then um, she's cool. Yeah, she's super cool. And then. So we went to play this like little punk venue and it was really cool. And Fake Shark d- uh, opens this time. Mm. And then it was going to be, no, War Baby opened. Yeah. Then Fake Shark played. And we blew everything. Every amp. Every yeah. amp. So Fake Shark is playing and it just sounds so bad. And you remember there's one old man dancing. And yeah. I was like, I just want to thank my father for coming out. <laughs> and then they laughed. I was like, oh, they understood that. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. And then Gia was like, no, stop it. Sounds bad. Let's get it. Let's go to another venue. And she called a party bus. Which I have to say is one of the coolest things yeah. anyone's ever done. So ever. we just took our stuff and just left the show people were at. She just took us to some other venue. Oh my God. And was like, we're playing here. And it I, was owned by an old Chinese couple. And it was called Hot Pussy. Remember? I don't remember that. And then, um, <laughs> and then we walked in. And the reason for that is there was cats all over the stage, oh all God. over everything. So we played. You played again. Yeah. Then we played. And there's cats on the stage while we were playing. And then Kirby got the drunkest I have ever seen him. And he climbed on me. And fell over me right on his front teeth. Oh, yeah. no. And so it, I got it fixed. But for the rest of the, the my time there, I had like one and a half teeth. So we're playing and, so and I'm, I'm watching yeah. him go, I can't find my teeth. And he's crawling around. And then we blew those amps. And then you went, no, you have to play or else this was for nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was that, that was one of the funnest shows ever. Yeah. And and here's one thing I remember about that, which is I don't remember much, but I remember when we were outside waiting for our fucking amazing tour bus yeah. to like take us to this hot pussy. Yeah. Um I, sorry, Mum. It's the name of the place. <laughs> and then, and and I remember there was these girls, like foreign chicks from America or whatever, and they were like saw a, a bunch of rock star looking dudes. They're only human. And they came up <laughs> and they're like, you guys clearly know what's up. And we're like, absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Definitely, definitely. I mean, we all have girlfriends and wives, but yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and they're like, can we come? And I was like, can't see why not. Yep. Come to some, come see some hot pussy. And so like, <laughs> we fucking named the club. And then so they jump in the bus mm. and I'll never forget this. We're all just like, they were friendly. And I remember they had never seen War Baby. And so we started and I remember they all go, and they just got up and walked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember like looking at John, we both were like, no, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That feels about right. And then I remember after we played, because it was in this little venue. And by the way, the old couple that owned it were clearly in mid-sleep when Gia woke them up. And they were like, oh okay. God. And they started serving us beers and stuff. And then we, <laughs> Fake Shark played. And then I, I went outside to this back alley after. And I sat down because it was so hot. And a cat jumped on my lap. I'm like, that's cute. Another cat. <laughs> oh, six more cats. I'm like yeah. starting to get scared. You can like, so tell, oh, you can, you can so tell that those cats have never had human touch before. Yeah, yeah. And that they, that this other cat's like, oi, I dare you, no, come here. I dare you to go and jump on that dude. <laughs> yeah. And the other cats, they go, what guy? That, <laughs> that fucking guy? Oh, dude, he, I'll jump on that dude's lap. Yeah. I've got a good feeling about him. So he's like, meow, meow, meow. And he comes over and he's like, well, you just said hot pussy? Yeah, well, check this out. Boing, jumps on your lap. And then the cat's on your lap going, I can't believe my luck. And he's like looking over at the other cats. The other cats are going, oh my fucking God, dude, this is insane. Yeah. And the other cats are like, tell the other cats. And then the other cats come around the corner like, are you fucking, he's not, he's not even being kicked off and or deep fried. Oh, fucking <laughs> and so, and they run over yeah. and they, and like the other cats are like, how did you learn to run like a horse? <laughs> he's like, don't ask questions, get on this lap party. So that's all I remember about that. That, how can we possibly say anything after that? That was an amazing monologue from Bridget Jones's diary for Beijing edition. And I'd like to end this on a group fist bump guys. Bring it into it. Kirby, what's your podcast? Uh, my podcast is called Sexy Blue Eyes. Um, <laughs> it's just all about my eyes. It's a weekly cast. Mm -hmm. uh, no, it's called Before I Forget. And um, I haven't done one in a long time, but I haven't had time, but I, I'm about to start it the again. The episodes are so funny though. It's just about all, when I was in hospital, um, which maybe not. Another, yeah, let's do another episode where we talk about Another time. Yeah, yeah. So to be continued, I was like, I'm going to start this. And so I have a feeling that my brain is decaying seriously and so i'm losing my memory in a lot of stuff and i'm like i just want to chronicle all my favorite stories yeah so the china one's coming up oh that's great yeah. okay and uh dead union vintage dead what union and uh yeah and i have a store for my vancouver people um vintage. Uh, in the mintage mall yep. 245 east broadway it's called whatever land if you're nice my staff will hook you up if you're not douche tax <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Bye.